Oh my god, it's finally happened. Grab your popcorn, because drama has officially entered the villa. I'm Emma Garland, features editor at Vice.com, and this is episode four of Vice Does Love Island. I'm joined for the first time today by fellow Vice staffer, Ruby Lotlavinia. Vice Does Love Island will be the best and most loyal source of unofficial, non-ITV-affiliated Love Island chat for the duration of season five. We'll be here every Tuesday and Friday to try to make sense of the minor but somehow incredibly important dramas of these burgeoning Instagram celebrities. Ruby, welcome. Are you excited by how much everyone hates each other at the moment? Oh, so much. But to sort <laughs> through it properly, I think we need a raunchy recap. <laughs> if you somehow struggle to watch hours of scripted reality, but still want to appear culturally aware in a kind of aloof, zeitgeisty way, here's a reminder of what happened in the romance prison. I mean, villa. Sharif left the villa for undisclosed rule breaking. Anna is sad. Molly May decided that she does like Tommy after a single serious conversation, the basis for all strong relationships. Danny has noted a good connection with Yuande. Amy and Curtis decided to be half-boyfriend and girlfriend, followed by Joe and Lucy also claiming exclusivity, much to Amy's dismay. Amy accused Lucy of never hanging out with the girls anymore, and thus the first friend beef began. Michael told Amber that he likes her, then tried to kiss her, but she wasn't prepared because she had drunk some (laughs) Coca-Cola. Then they later shared a kiss on the outdoor bed. Two new girls, Horny Moira and not notably Horny Elmer, entered the villa and each chose three guys to share a course of dinner with. Moira picked Tommy, Danny and Michael, while Elmer picked Danny, Tommy and Anton. In the most recent episode, the original girls of the villa jeered over those dates. Michael got mad at Amber about it. Molly Maine lost her absolute head and Anton is wise now and still no one has uh, done bits, allegedly. Much like our esteemed ITV editors subtly cutting an entire human out of an episode of Love Island as if he never existed, we will now cut to the next section of the podcast. Here is the emotional breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) This is the increasingly important segment of the podcast where we attempt to understand the thoughts and feelings of people who have been trapped in a building with no connection to the outside world for almost two weeks. Starting with our first drama of the last few days, a beef prelude, if you will. What is Amy up to? That sounds like a horrible course of dinner. Um, Yeah, I mean, she's lost her nut in this friendship world. I think she just can't really comprehend the fact that, like, someone's got a boyfriend, they don't want to hang out with her anymore. Yeah, there's a complex network of things happening here psychologically. I think she sort of coupled up with Curtis and was very excited about that and I think probably wanted a bit of attention and special treatment because it's literally her first half-boyfriend in the world. Secondly, (laughs) good for her. That that big milestone. (laughs) And then I think she sort of got unnecessarily upset about it, realised that she'd done that, and then was maybe afraid that she'd made herself like unappealing to Curtis Mm. because she'd sort of freaked out, and then freaked out about that and did a very ungracious (laughs) non-apology. Yeah, that was amazingly impressive. I mean, how do we feel about the kind of ideology of not going in to make friends which is sort of the mantra of all reality tv ever you know like i'm not in here to make mates (laughs) which is lucy's i feel like we haven't really seen people in love island kind of so brashly say that like i'm not here to be your mate i'm here to get a boyfriend yeah definitely i think the whole dynamic of the island does rest very much on like the girls supporting Mm. the girls and like the guys being bros (laughs) and i think 
anyone who sort of even slightly disrupts that is going to cause some drama, I think. I mean, in a show where people are literally being pushed to their limits that we'll probably look back on in 20 years and maybe think was a human rights violation, I feel like we need people to have friends or yeah. they're just going to like lose it. I think you do need friends in the villa, but I do, I definitely do see that like it's not, probably not the priority. It's not but as far friend as, like, island. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not my best friend island. <laughs> And so the dates with the new girls, Elmer seemed to quite like Anton, while Tommy said his head had done a 560 degree turn (laughs) in favour of Maura. I had to think about this, and technically 560 means that he's looking back at Molly May again. Oh, you're entirely accurate yeah. (laughs) But whatever, Tommy, I think I know what he means. (laughs) Did you hear Moira at the end being like, oh, you know, he said his head's done a 360 turn. It was like, no, babe, it was 560. (laughs) Please do not be confused about Tommy's concept of maths. Yes, she's in here to hear what she wants to hear. She's also in here, I will say, to be profusely horny. Oh, my days. (laughs) The things that girl has said, and it's honestly been about 40 minutes of her on TV. Yeah, I was honestly sort of expecting her to, like, pin him down in broad daylight in the middle of the villa, but... I'm calling her as the, she is the Megan Barton Hansen of Series 5. I think Megan almost had a subtlety to her. Like, she wasn't almost willing to accept that she was allowed to be that sexual. (laughs) Whereas Moira is like, let's shag away, guys. Like, why is this not happening? Yeah, but Megan, at least, like, her horniness sort of revealed itself fairly slowly over a few episodes. Moira has come in and just been like... I'm here to snog (laughs) immediately. (laughs) Also, it it turned out that Curtis has DM slid her previously. Oh, my days. I cannot believe that has happened. He said that he told her that he found her attractive, basically. But I just like, I can't even imagine how he would phrase that because I just can't conceive of how this man has chat on Instagram. Your grandma, basically, (laughs) sliding into DMs. Hello, young lady. (laughs) Looking divine today. (laughs) Uh, But she didn't reply, so... There'll probably be drama there anyway. But a- Amy will freak seen. out about ret- that's exactly the kind of thing Amy would be upset about. <laughs> the kind of retrospective. It's like you had a dream where you cheated on me. Yeah. <laughs> and so Molly May, has she fucked it? It's so hard because I watch these dramas going on in the villa and I so empathize because I feel like I would definitely be that like angry and upset because you invest so much. But also she does not like Tommy and the only reason she's getting upset is because she's lost him. I get that. That's how humans work. But also you made your bed now like Yeah. <laughs> In the very wise words of Anton. I think that she obviously was really reveling in the attention of having like three men sort of crawl over her at once. Crawl. <laughs> That's disgusting, Emma. Yes. <laughs> And, I mean, they were, they were being very simpering. The amount of, like, tea that was being made and shuttled to and from this woman, I was like, this is outrageous. Yeah, I can't believe that. It was like we've gone <laughs> back 50 years. Also, like, what a basic understanding of, like, how to chirp someone. Like, yeah. I honestly, I need more than tea from you. Yeah, tea is something that my mum brings me when I'm, like, depressed. I don't right. want it as, like, a romantic <laughs> gesture from a man. I don't want to shag you after a green tea. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now she has none. Yeah. So. <laughs> Zero men. Yeah, and I could see why someone who very much thrives on the attention and the ability to play each other off against each other would lose their absolute nut like mm. when they've all been distracted by other people, basically. I thought it was absolutely hilarious watching Curtis come in and like chill everything down. Yeah. Be like, guys, guys, we just need to just need to slow it down. It's like, no, give us the drama. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, Curtis walked in through that room while they were having an argument. Like he was like a talk show host that sort of like stepped back for a bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to cut in now, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you could, I think we just need to round this up. It's not going anywhere. You'll have clearer heads in the morning. <laughs> 
What did you make of that discussion in the kitchen? Between Anton and Molly May when she was freaking out? Yes. I think that Anton's observation was very astute. He was just like, you only care about this so much now because someone has turned his head and... You <laughs> you feel like you're on the back foot. You've only Lost. decided literally that you only want him now that you can't have him, essentially, is what he was saying, which I think is a fair observation. But equally, Molly May, like, amidst the tantrum that she was having, I think there were glimpses of honesty and likability. She sort of walked into the kitchen and was, like, shouting a bit. And then Maura was just, like, sort of standing just oh, behind her. She was like, I do see, by the way. She was <laughs> like, she, so and then she, But when she turned to her, I think she was in that moment just, like, Obviously, hello, you're here. Mm. I'm really sorry. I just feel threatened. And that's like literally all it is. You haven't done anything wrong. And that was quite endearing, I thought. And I feel like we're seeing actually quite a lot of genuine self-reflection and self-awareness on the show this year that's maybe not been like as prevalent. I, I do hate it. And obviously they will do this because it's TV. But obviously stoking the like girl v girl sentiment. Yeah. So in moments where that breaks and they're like, look, it's actually not you. Like this is just like the curse of Love Island yeah. where I'm being played off against people and it's hard to take. Yeah. That is quite nice to watch. And I think we do also have to recognise like the age difference. Mm. Molly May is like 20 and Anton's like 25. And... You know, I mean, think of yourself. So they're the same right? age. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but in Love Island terms, they are really yeah. different. Mm. And I think that probably makes a difference in how you're kind of perceiving situations. Yeah. Like, I was so much more of an arsehole at 20. I was still like, am still quite an arsehole at 25. Yeah. But like, <laughs> that's changed a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I do maintain, though, that she only gave Bora her jacket so that she could say, I gave her my jacket at oh, the 100%. end of it. So. Great tactic. Like, absolute 10 out of 10 work. <laughs> Everyone should do that. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, Anton just sort of cutting through the nonsense with, you've made your bed, lie in it, and then turning away sassily. I was just like... <gasps> the tea sip was amazing. I mean, it wasn't tea, but you know, the tea sip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really had that like clarity of consciousness that comes after a glass and a half of wine. <laughs> like, babe, this is the truth, so yeah. just take it. Just take it. Don't, don't argue. Yeah, I have to appreciate Anton now. I've got a whole new view on him after this argument. I feel like after we had this sort of like... Amy, Lucy, friend, beef. Has that sort of, like, coloured your opinion of Amy and Curtis's relationship? They're spending less time together and more time sort of, like, interfering with, like, other people's relationships. Are you starting to find them a bit annoying? I feel like maybe... They do love to stick their smug relationship or in things. Yeah. That sounds weirdly euphemistic. (laughs) But, I mean... You know when, like, you're having an argument and your mate who's in, like, a really good relationship and they're, like, always super happy. It's like, guys, don't argue. And you just want to be like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> Let me argue. Yeah. <laughs> well done you with your lovely relationship. And I feel like they're getting to that point of being a bit insufferably happy. I mean, as is Love Island's curse the producers will come up with a brilliant way to crush that and we will all enjoy it. It'll be that message to Maura. Do you think? Yeah. I would like to see them stay together because I do think that they're quite well matched, but I think it's been a bit too smooth sailing because Curtis is, so far, just seems like the most level-headed, like, neurotypical human I think I've ever seen in my life. He's very well-rounded. Everything was fine for him. Like, he probably had a mum who, like, picked him up from school at the right time. Yeah. Ate well. (laughs) He's just almost, like, too emotionally mature for this show. He's very healthy. They're going to have to... (laughs) Alarmingly healthy. They're going to have to find a way... To mess with it somehow, hopefully not in too much of a nasty way. But I do think that opinion will turn on them because it can't just continue being 
lovely for the next eight weeks because it will be good for them, but very boring television for everyone else. As one of our resident food experts at mm-hmm. Vice.com, do you want to weigh in on the uh, the food that's being made? <laughs> I just honestly think it should be illegal for anyone to cut a heart out of cheese. Like, I just, women listening to this, if a man ever does that, please, like, call for some help or, like, just talk to your friends about it because it's just, frankly, unacceptable that any adults should do that. Tommy's inability to cook is is turning into, like, one of my favourite things about him. When he was talking to Maura... He just said out of the blue, I actually don't know what the context of this was, but he just was like, I just hate shapes. It was because of the triangle, the love triangle and the love squares. I really thought he was talking about like him trying to cut a heart out of a packet slice of cheese. It was just so hard. And the fact that Moira was like, yeah, if it didn't have the ketchup on, I would have been all over it. I was like, what? What? Just mayo on a cheese heart is fine for you. I've genuinely seen like better lunches packed on like the Junior Apprentice by children. Yes, literally. (laughs) I've got a text. Oh my God, what does it say? It says, of course they can't cook. When was the last time you met a man in his early 20s who didn't subsist on supermarket meal deals? Please move on. Well, quite. (laughs) And this brings us to our final segment, Pretty Little Predictions. So, Ruby, how do you think the new girls are going to fuck with the dynamic of the villa? I mean, I think we can already see that Moira's going to fuck shut up. I mean, it almost feels like she's been planted as a specific actor to do so you know she's almost yeah too good at it yeah i also the fact that she's a ring girl i think that's not incidental i think they've chosen that specifically because they know that whoever's partnered with tommy is going to lose their shit and i do think this series has been quite nice so far especially Mm. in terms of yeah i mean the tea content that was just a bit too much and also everyone's been very reasonable and kind of kind to each other generally yeah and i feel like last year we had adam being Mm. a huge dick and upsetting people and we haven't had that yet so moira can be the villain yeah (laughs) and who will be the next couple to become half boyfriend half girlfriend (sighs) great question i mean fingers crossed you andy and danny yeah i really hope so i feel like we're actually not seeing a lot of their conversations because they sort of Whenever I see them talking, I mean, they look so cute together as well. I'm just very happy and I hope this continues. And if he does anything to her, I will fly to to Spain. (laughs) We'll break you. But yeah, I think also maybe, I mean, Amber and Michael, I mean, obviously it's going that way. But Amber just seems like the kind of girl who like would never say sorry. No, definitely not. And, you know, like she'd, she'd get with your boyfriend and be like, but you said you like didn't like him because he was being really annoying. So I got with him, whatever. Don't argue with me. I actually think Michael likes it. The little chat that they had after he was allegedly fuming at her, they were like making each other laugh. And like Amber's whole thing is that she's quite savage, but she knows she's being savage. So it's always sort of delivered with this like wink and a nudge. Mm. Horny spice. Horny Horny anger, (laughs) essentially. So, yeah, I actually think that maybe his head's not going to be turned because at least Amber is like keeping him on his toes to use Mm. some 2018 parlance. Yeah, I mean, I imagine there'll be a level of kind of Stockholm Syndrome there where he'll just think he likes it, even if he doesn't. (laughs) Michael, are you okay? (laughs) Babe. (laughs) Why was Sharif kicked out of the villa? People need to know. The people need to know, Emma. God, I mean, there's obviously been theories banded around and this was mentioned on the last podcast a bit, you know, was it a dangerous wank? Because he's not allowed to do that. Did he get his phone out? I was thinking, if there are kind of private spaces in the villa, such as, like, the Louvre, for example, 
I wonder if you're contractually not allowed to kind of do things in there, like chat or, I mean, who knows what else, like mm. sexy things. And so the way he kind of announced that he was like a stupid 20-year-old or whatever and had done stuff, it implies that maybe it was kind of quite a humorous reason. Yeah, I just really wish they would let us know and make it part of the plot. They're like, the fact that they've just sort of cropped him out completely with just one line of dialogue from Ian Sterling being like, well, Sharif's gone now. Literally paid the same amount of attention as like Molly May having her teddy removed. <laughs> I mean, they didn't crop him out completely. There was an arm. He was in the background an of elbow. one shot. Yeah. <laughs> the ghost of Sharif lives on. Yeah. It's just a shame. I wish they would sort of like make more of a thing about it, but at least all, you know, acknowledge that Anna is now single and sort of... Mm, let her say I'm sad. Yeah. She had a brief moment of that, but it also reminds me of like how how amazingly dehumanizing it is and how I just like forget people you know mm. like it took halfway through the episode when I was like wait a sec there's a whole other human <laughs> with like history and life and dreams and ambitions that I have literally forgotten about because editors have just cleverly cut them out when will someone teach Tommy to make something that is not a cheese sandwich well I mean he's a heterosexual man so <laughs> I imagine maybe in 45 years <laughs> he'll learn to chop an onion <laughs> He's got Anton now anyway, who Ugh. like... <laughs> yeah, but I, it was, wasn't it Danny who was like, yeah, cut a heart out of it. That's a good idea. Yeah, which <laughs> makes me think that he has like ulterior motives yeah. trying to like throw Tommy under the bus in some mysterious food-related way. I think the men know nothing. And shall we talk about the unwavering optimism of Anton? Honestly, I'm inspired by that man. I know we see some of the worst and some of the best behaviour in human beings in Love Island, but Anton has been pied so many times, and yet he just turns around and is like, you know what, it's sick, I'm fine, I'm going to make everyone happy, and nothing is going to break this shell of a man. This really became apparent to me when he was sat down by Amber and Michael to explain why it's not chill to tell a woman that you find her attractive, even though <laughs> she's actually not your type on paper, but she has a very nice personality. Aesthetically, you're not fit, per se, but I like her personality. Yeah. <laughs> And his response to that was he just was just eating a dry cracker and going, I thought the chat went quite well. <laughs> and you just have to respect that. But then was willing to accept that he was wrong and was like, oh, I like that. Yeah, my head's done a 560 on Anton. <laughs> I mean, he's wise now. So. so Curtis is wearing his hair down now. <laughs> He started dressing like Kaniki, which oh. I'm kind of here for, but it's like he had like a bit of kissing with Amy and now he's like a bad boy. He's a dude. His fringe is now over his face. He's, he's hard wearing, now. like pleather jackets. He'd probably think about doing some weed at some point, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so in the next recoupling, which we'll presumably see the boys choosing since it was the girls last time, who do you think is at risk of being dumped from the island next? I mean, if Molly May can't reel it in and if Moira continues to be a, like, horny sex bitch, then, you know, Molly May could be at risk. And she also hasn't been in that long, so I feel like she hasn't really got a foothold, mm. which is why she was almost kind of, like, playing off different guys. She wasn't really sure where she stood, didn't actually fancy Tommy. So, yeah, that, that could be someone at risk. Yeah, I think... Maybe Anna is at risk too because Sharif has sort of been <laughs> mysteriously evicted <laughs> and she hasn't really had a connection with anyone else. So I would say that they're both pretty high That's risk. That's so unfair though. They can't, surely they can't do that. 
that's it from Vice Does Love Island for today. Join us next time where we'll know the true extent of the damage the new girls have inflicted upon the established couples. Is Tommy turned on more by Maura or Molly May? And has Anton finally found the girl for him? We'll have all the answers and more on Tuesday the 18th of June. Vice Does Love Island is produced by Eva Krisiak and it is a Vice UK production. Please subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode and if you're enjoying it, be sure to rate us on iTunes or your preferred podcast provider. See you, babes. <laughs>